0: Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club
1: podcast, The First of Its Kind. This show is for those who love clean, romance adventure stories from the 1800s.
0: In this episode, Tiffany, Jessica, and Melissa are joined by award-winning author Julie Lussman to discuss her Silver Lining Ranch series, her tagline, a passion with a purpose, underscores her intense passion for both God and romance. A lover of all things Irish, she enjoys writing close-knit Irish family sagas that involve into 3D love stories, the hero, the heroine, and the God that brings them together. Author of The Daughters of Boston, Winds of Change, Heart of San Francisco, Isle of Hope, and Silver Lining Ranch series, Julie was American Christian Fiction Writers 2009 debut author of the year, and has garnered over 21 Romance Writers of America and other awards. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm happy to
2: do that. Yeah.
0: All right, so in our previous shows, Um, discussing the Silver Lining Ranch series, we've discussed the passion that's laced throughout the love story. It is a pure passion that we feel reflects the reality of love between a man and a woman who are rooted in God. We know this is a frequent question you get, but can you explain your tagline, Passion with a Purpose, to our listeners?
2: Yeah. Well, um, when I first came out with that tagline, my husband goes, I don't know, Julie. And I said, well, you have to understand, I when I, I started writing when I was in my fifties and, um, I, I, I used to read Nora Roberts and, um, you know, all those types of books and God just really convicted me. I mean, I I'm talking to me personally, I'm not trying to convict anybody out there at all. Um, but I, I found that it was so empty and shallow. It didn't have God at the center. And, you know, one of the lines in my book, um, I think I wrote it down here somewhere is that basically, you know, um, Well, if I read this, some of it, I'll come across it. Um, That's, so I decided I'll go to the Christian market. Well, the first book I read, I mean, don't get me wrong. I read Christy years ago when I was in my 20s and loved it. But there weren't any other books like that, that I could find, you know. So um, here I am. (laughs) I'm reading, um, I'm reading this book. And a kiss happens on the last page in front of seven people when he asked them to marry her. And I went. This this does not. I do not relate to this coming as a wild child of the 60s and 70s where it was free love era. I do not relate to this going from Nora Roberts to that wasn't going to (laughs) work. So I decided to write my own my own novels you know mm-hmm. and um I remember my agent saying yeah you're doing something different here because they're not doing this especially like a dual romance uh, mm-hmm. an older romance that Ravel really liked that so anyway um so what I wrote to answer your question is it's no surprise to anybody who's read my books that my novels are a tad more passionate Christian, uh, than the average Christian romance, both romantically, but also spiritually. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you got that. I, I think, and I really did tone it down for this Western series, but my first series, The Daughters of Boston and the Winds of Change, uh... I pour into those books. Those are basically my love letter to God, okay? Mm -hmm. I pour into those books every spiritual lesson he taught me in my marriage, in my life, and it's all in there, you know? Yeah. So um, I, I try... I try to understand when people give me one stars, I got one, one star that said, you know, you can slap God's name on it. You can um, have them go to church and have prayer all over the place. But the bottom line is smut is still smut. And I, I actually got one review where they asked people to pray for me and my husband, because apparently I was really on the road to hell or whatever. Oh <laughs> now, mind you, this was, you know, 10, 15 years ago when I started. OK, but even so um, it has loosened up. A lot, but not, you know, I mean, we've got I personally believe a revival is coming. Mm-hmm. I believe it's already broken out. And I believe we're going to have all these people, uh, these women across this country that have been uh, steeped in secular romance steeped in it and so empty, but they're so addicted to it. And I think they're going to be longing for something that does fulfill that that God made passion in them. Okay. Mm -hmm. That romance. He is the author of romance. So I believe that you know, books like this, it's their time. I mean, not just mine, others. Yeah. It's their time. As long as they glorify God and show, you know, the progression of God, I mean, you know, moving into God. Mm -hmm. So Anyway, but basically, I said um, my books are about real people with real emotions, desires, and temptations, doing their best to deal with them according to God's precepts. Um, you know, and then um, and then I said, why do I do this? Goodness, I look at look at the world today. We are losing the war on morality. This is important. Listen to this. Not only was Fifty Shades of Grey the number one best selling book of the past decade, decade. But according, uh, according to NPD BookScan, selling over 100 million copies. But the two sequels took spots two and three. That's the last, dec- last decade, girls. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's great. And according to a 2020 census of American religion, seven in ten Americans identify as Christian, which means that the world is teaching its amorality instead of God's morality. So what's wrong with this picture? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh so anyway, goodness. that's why my tagline is passion with a purpose. Mm-hmm. And at one point, uh, it was before I wrote Isle of Hope series, which is my first indie series. I went, I fasted for like a month. I mean, of not, you know, not complete food. I did like one or two meals a day. I fasted Amazon because, you know, an author looks at her numbers. Mm-hmm. She looks at her reviews and that can very addictive. In fact, that's, that was my most uh, Awful problem that I had until I did this one month fast, and then God kind of started healing me. But I just decided that, you know, I I said, "God, get me. I mean, if I'm not supposed to be in the Christian market, get me out." So this—that's what the fast was for—to oh, okay. um, ask Him, "What should I do?" And on the twenty sixth day. Um, he gave me a scripture that I always read. I have NIV and I have message like Mm two columns. I always read the NIV. I don't read the the, uh, message, but one day this Bible study I was reading, I mean, my Bible devotional. I opened it up and the first word that jumped on me was passionately. And it said, wait passionately on God. Uh, do not leave the path. He will give you your day in the sun. And I, I prefer to think of that as not S U N. I prefer to think of it as S U N. And that's when I stayed in and I just kept, you know, slogging through. But honestly, girls, there's a lot of people they don't feel like you do. And, and they do attack hard <laughs> <laughs> in the Christian market, you know, and yeah. some of them can be pretty darn vicious. So, so. You, are you currently an, an independent author then? I am. I'm what you call a hybrid. I have nine books with Ravel. And um, and then uh, I just did the others on on my own. Okay,
0: so uh, I'm trying to crack my way in right now. (laughs) So I write um, historical romance too, but with the much like what you write. Um, Okay, so I actually self published a young adult book addressing the whole. morality issue so I had two characters it was a fantasy story a fairy tale and it had a girl who followed God's will and then a girl who slept around and it was a comparison of the two basically oh, Tar- I was really targeting because I work in the schools and so I was targeting the preteen, teenage um, yes. girls about the need to stay pure and to wait um, for marriage so I did that independent and it flopped because I didn't really know what I was doing, <laughs> to be honest. And uh, I mean, the people who bought it said they loved it. We loved um, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and they say their teenage daughters love it, but it just didn't go anywhere because I didn't know what I was doing to market and all that.
2: Well, so. did you enter in a contest or anything like that? I haven't done anything with it. I mean... Mm-hmm. Honestly, Melissa, it, there's uh, I have a, a sheet of like eight things that I did to get published. And it's a little bit different today, but a lot of them still apply. Yeah. But the number one thing is getting your name out there by entering contests. I can't tell you how many friends I've had just like you just started. They were they were um, maybe my readers. And then they started, you know, and gosh, a lot of them are big names now. I mean, you know, bigger names. Yeah. So, um, I mean, just just. Keep at it. And I would high. well, I, I can send you that list. That'd be great. <laughs> great. Okay. All right. Awesome. So, okay, we're ready for, you ready for the next one?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. So, our next question What was your inspiration for the Silver Lining Ranch series?
2: Um, well, that was interesting. I had a friend, Ruth Logan Hearn, who wrote a, a Western series. And I just, I read the first book and I, I just, that really inspired me. You know, I've done, I started out as a, as a historical author back in the 1900s. Okay. And I did like nine, 10 books that way. And then I, that's when I left Ravel and decided to do my contemporary love letter to God, which was equivalent to, uh, my, my passional prayer, my first book that I ever wrote. And, um, I, and then I was done with that. And I thought, well, you know, let's try something else. So <laughs> so I tried. I thought a Western. And when I read Ruth's book, I got really inspired because I'm old. And I remember <laughs> a Yes, we love Okay, I remember that. And all of a sudden, my mind's eye, I saw that big map burning. And I thought ooh, I bet I could write a series. So I wrote For Love of Liberty, and I just wrote it as a novella to be in a book, uh, to be in an anthology with another group, and somehow that fell through. And so, um, I I mean, it was short, so I kind of fleshed it out a little bit, but it's still a novella, basically, but it's a longer novella. And and then I thought, well, I got to go from there because I got to tell the story because it ends where it's kind of, you know, did you read For Love of Liberty? Oh, yes, yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, you know how it ends. And so you wanted to know what's going on. So that was kind of like a stepping stone. And I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm at the point where uh, For Love of Liberty is really like the prequel. And then uh, Love Silver Lining is book one and Love Silver Bullet is book two. And of course, I'm going to have a three third one and it's um, Love Silver Spoon. And it's basically bringing back uh, Grace and Grey um a few years later and I'm gonna I'm gonna match obviously Grace with Dash and I thought I would match uh (laughs) uh, Ray with uh Shaley because I mean here because Shay because it's gonna be a few years later and is uh you know he's a he's a mover and a shaker you know Mm -hmm. he's a Rogue, and you know, he'll be in his 30s by this time. And um, uh, I just thought that uh, she's just going to be a no nonsense tomboy, you know, oh, she's yeah. just not going to have anything to do with him, you know. And yeah. but he's when, when they've come back and visit and see, he sees her, you know, he feels bad because he's older, you know, and but right. he's not that much older. But, I mean, because she'll be older too, you know. Right. I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking, and I'm going to do both of their books together oh, because okay. I that I mean, believe it or not, I kind of got tired of of writing the romance. I mean the uh, the Western. So I, I thought okay. one more book and that'll be it. Okay. And, I, and then from there I skipped on to a World War II series, which is a continuation of my Irish family saga.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you kind of covered one of our questions that was coming up earlier, but I cannot tell you how excited we are about mm, this yeah. story. <laughs>
3: yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I can't wait. Yes. <laughs> I cannot wait. could <laughs> well, talked about you.
2: both of them. You're like wondering yeah, what? Both, I have both of them. Yeah, yeah so that yes. Well, because yeah. I don't want to write two more books. I just want to get sure. one and be done, you know? Yeah. So I mm-hmm. figured that's a good way to pack it in, you know?
0: I like it. I, I I do like. I didn't know that I I didn't think I would like having two love stories at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz right. I tend to get like really into just the one couple, but I yes. enjoyed it. I it worked. I really is, did. Yeah, you guys too. enjoy it too? I, yeah.
2: yeah. It's kind of fun, you know, when you do that. And I, the book that I offered to you, A Light in the Window, is mm-hmm. the prequel to my Irish saga. And I, that's, again, I just point you back to that because that's the one that's won a lot of awards. But mm-hmm. then I was with the publisher at the time, and you tend to get, you know, more of those with that. So, sure. Yeah.
0: So, what themes or messages do you
2: hope your readers will get from these stories? Um, well, um, for all of my books my main objective is to teach women the incredible benefits of purity and application of god's precepts um because this is the quote i wrote because heated romance is not enough without god and his precepts in the middle it's nothing but lust heat that burns but doesn't keep you warm and that's really how i feel about it um i I was, like I said, I was a wild child of the 60s and 70s. And, and I came to the Lord when I was 23. But until then, you know, I was into all of it. You know, I mean, just all the wild free love and, um, you know, alcohol, drugs, witchcraft. I mean, let's go down the line. And he mm-hmm. pulled me out of that darkness into his marvelous light. And, and that's when I decided that I knew the repercussions of, of immorality. Mm -hmm. and, um, I found that when I became a Christian, it was like an insurance policy. You know, I committed to him and what it did was it kept me from the wrong guys. And, and this is what I, this is a true story. I would go out with guys and, and I'd tell them I was a Christian and they were, Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And, um, then, and I wasn't one of these, I, I, I'm ashamed to say it, at the time, you know, I was a new Christian. I wasn't like, you have to be a Christian. I, I wasn't that way, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was just going to be strong on my own. And they never took me out past the fourth date. And I remember that was fine because it, it got rid of the wrong ones. All right. Right. But it was this one guy I really liked. We had so much fun. And he, he'd stopped calling from the fourth date. And I, I I did something I never do. I called him up. And I said, you know, I, I just got to know. I said, you know, we had a really great time. I said, I, I don't understand why you stopped asking me out. He says, Julie, it's true. He goes, I really like you. We had a great time. But the bottom line is I can find a girl that I can have a great time with and get sex, too. That was exactly what he said to me. And. So that in embedded in my brain so much of how God had protected me. Mm-hmm. Um when I started dating my husband on the fourth date, I on the fourth date, I told him I said, I really enjoyed knowing you and and you know getting to meet you. And he goes, What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> kind of joking, but I was kind of not. And um, so I told them that and, and the story, you know, and but that's my point that I try to get across to women. You know, these young women today, you know, they they measure love. Uh, they just give everything, you know, uh, I, I have another quote in one of my books mm-hmm. um, is something like purity uh, is a gift. You can only give once, you know, and um, in my case, I when I wrote that, I wasn't thinking about it because when I became a Christian, I felt like God made me a virgin all over again. Mm-hmm. I was committed to him. I was his girl. And he just changed my life completely, and and he protected me with this purity, which I used to look down upon. But suddenly, it was it was this insurance policy, Mm -hmm. and he just protected me. That's all, you know. So um, anyway, that's pretty much. um, I think that. I have an, I have a quote here um, uh, I wrote here um, Why passion with a purpose Well frankly I got so sick and tired of the world pushing its amoral agenda in romance novels that I decided to rent my own Okay um, and and where I could push God's agenda and Instead, I remember how shocked I was when I and I I went through all that. Okay, but according to the American Religious Identification Survey statistic that I quoted in my query letter years ago, mm-hmm. nine out of ten women. Um, nationwide consider themselves to be Christian. The majority of these women fall into a category I would define as mainstream Christianity, women who proclaim God, but not always in their sexuality. And many of these women want compelling novels with strong romantic tension and often turn to the secular market to satisfy that. But it would be wonderful if they were drawn to a novel of passion and encountered God's ideas of sexuality on the way. And that's what I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help those women like me that didn't understand they were only harming themselves. You know, they think, they think that it's love and, and they get into a relationship that does not have God's blessings. Mm -hmm. And My son, when he was in college, I I must've really drilled this in my kid's head. (laughs) (laughs) I I know I did because I was a little you know, I'm kind of high wired and I really, you know, push, on. <laughs> that might so much. I don't push on these things, but with them I did. And I, you know, I taught them that God, you know, God honors those who honor him and he will honor you and bless you with a, a great marriage. Um, your chances are far better if you do it his way. Yeah. And, um, so I remember my son was in college and he was, had a, a Christian friend, a Christian roommate. And this guy, um, it was going out with, he was dating a Christian girl and they really, they they had a good relationship, you know, And but they were sleeping together. And my son said to him, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why, why are you sleeping together? And he said, well, Matt, you'll understand when you fall in love because, you know, you'll understand this, we're in love. And Matt said, no, I don't understand because if you really, really loved her, you would, uh, you wouldn't rob her of God's blessing. Let's what you're doing. You've got her in sin and you're robbing her of the blessing that he wants to put on, on, on her final relationship, you know? And, and if you love her, it sounds more like to me, you're selfish. You want what you want. And you're, you're not even thinking about the state of her soul or the state of her future happiness. And see, that's, that's what I wanted to get. I was stunned when I found that out, when he told me, he said that to him. So, um, it can be done. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that's amazing. I,
2: that's what I was thinking. Wow,
0: what you raised a fine man of God right there.
2: <laughs> my daughter, um, both of them were virgins when they got married, which in today's world, I think is just amazing. Yeah. But with God, when your heart is committed to God, the one of my favorite scriptures is God honors those. To honor him, mm-hmm. and you'll see that 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 scripture is in the, the that uh my prequel love story for my first series, my Irish Family Saga. And it is uh it's true, I put in some of that, and that's the scripture that that's the theme of that book. So, anyway, I'm, that I'm sorry, is, I uh, go on. <laughs>
0: that's okay, that is a tough road to hoe ho right now. Um, to be it a virgin is. to keep it till you're married. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it, very hard is now if you if you if you you know you get engaged and you're so close and mm -hmm. you think but those blessings are there if you do it his way i have experienced that you know but the second time around (laughs) i mean i I was not a you know i wasn't a christian before this is my new life and Mm -hmm. so i'm a christian virgin you know i mean when i was you know young
0: those our god is a god of second chances so you always get a chance to start over so
3: (laughs) yes he is awesome Okay. So were any of your characters from pulled
2: from people, you know, for this series? No. Okay. Um, this you have to understand this, this is like my, these were like my 18th, 19th, 20th books, you know, maybe in the low twenties. So, but my first books, of course, yes, I, I did. Um, for instance, my first book is about three sisters and each one of them is a facet of my personality. One's my, my christian self my myself that loves god and that's the heroine the first heroine and the second one is was my carnal self when i was very wild and the third one was my dreamer self where you know i wanted romance and all that kind of. anyway so i did that a lot and in fact in that first book the gal that brought me to the lord she is she is the spiritual mentor in that book um so yeah i did that a lot in my my Probably my first ten books. Not so much in this series. Um, I, I just, I just didn't. Um, you know, I, I don't know why. I just because I, I you know. Anyway, but but I, I have a cute quote here. Um, I did that so much that um, my husband he he read my first book and he he would come in or actually it was on my third book and he goes, Oh my gosh, Julie, our whole life was in these books. <laughs> Nobody knows that. you know. <laughs> so you don't have to worry, you know, <laughs> he had, and then one night I went to a family reunion and I was really tired. It was our family, my family, my son, family. And I went and, uh, Keith was talking to my brother's-in-law. And so I came up, I said, babe, I said, can we get going? I said, I'm really tired. And my one brother-in-law goes, yeah, Keith, you better get going. You're chapter 16 tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, the answer is yes, but not this series.
1: Okay. Okay. So I guess Uh, that kind of answers the next question. Were there any events or scenarios that characters found themselves in um, pulled from your life? (laughs)
2: No. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, Glenn. Yeah, not in that one. For every single spiritual lesson, in those uh, nine books are 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 just plucked from my life and put in. And um, I was at a, I was at a Bible study the other day, and it was a book on forgiveness. And my Isle of Hope series, the first book, is based loosely on my relationship with my estranged father and how God taught me to heal it. And, um, I, I, I remember the, the, the league gal is my friend and she says, Julie's got a great story about her dad and forgiveness. So Julie told the story. So I was telling the story and I'm, I, I felt like an idiot. I'm, I mean, I'm sitting there crying and, and I thought they're going to think I'm a, oh, just a, so I call myself a CDQ, caffeinated drama queen, but <laughs> <And they're, laughs> I am and they turn around, I was in the back, they turn around and a lot of the gals had tears in their eyes. And so afterwards, um, two of them came up and they said, you need to write this. Uh, this was just like two like two months ago. So you need to write your uh, memoir or your biography and, and write these stories down. And I said, oh, my, my life's not, it doesn't warrant that. And they go, no. I mean, they kept coming at me like five times. And and the gal says, let me tell you something. She says, that story you just told did more for me about learning about forgiveness than any sermon i've ever heard than any bible study she says that was real and true and it pierced me through the heart so um that's that's how much i put into my books and 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 i when i got to the westerns because that was like i said way at the end um i still do principles like for like uh for love of liberty uh true liberty is doing the right thing that was the theme of that book well that was that actually. Uh, I had a, a relation, uh, you know, something that happened about that was we live in a, in a closed community, you know, where it's mm-hmm. gated and um, there's nobody here but one other neighbor because it's a weekend community and we just live here full time. Anyway, um, one night, uh, one time we came home from a vacation and our other car, all the the, the uh, tires were slashed. Two, uh, oh. two of the tires were slashed. We were stunned and we, we kind of thought, and figured and was pretty sure that it was the other guy because he complained about we had some work done and a bathroom torn out and and uh the the our construction guy put put the old carpet in in the big dumpster there's nobody down here in the winter and they pick up every thursday and there was nobody down here so we got permission from you know the one guy uh the guy that's the place and so we did that but this other guy didn't like it and the the guy that did our construction witnessed him throwing the stuff out on the floor on the ground you know so we we kind of figured it was him um but we didn't we didn't really know so anyway the night it happened I was my husband I got into a rare fight Mm -hmm. because he said he was Call the sheriff the next day and tell him about it. And I said, You need to tell him your suspicions. And he says, No, I'm not going to do that. We don't have proof, Julie. I'm not going to do that. And we got into this big fight, yeah. which never happens. We have a great marriage. And so um, he goes to sleep and I'm just fuming and I'm reading a book. And in the middle, I can't even read this book because I'm thinking to myself, Well, you know, maybe I'll just go and take his, his, uh, his, um uh, I will let the air out of his tower, not slashing. But I mean, I was, you know, I was yeah, mad. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not like that. I'm. I mean, I love God and I try to follow His precepts. But I have a temper. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm. I'm reading the book and I'm. I'm thinking this and all of a sudden, like a little spider on a web, coming down in the middle of my mind while I'm re- looking at this book, was the was true. Liberty is doing the right thing. I hate what God teaches you through your. <laughs> you know? And and I realized. That true liberty was, you know, if I was going to be free and not hold on to this, I needed to pray for him. Mm-hmm. But um, I also needed to put feet to my to my prayers. And so um, the next day I asked Keith to go to the store and gave us Halloween, believe it or not. I said, would you would you go get some Halloween cupcakes? And he goes, what? We don't eat cupcakes. Yeah. He goes, what? We don't do Halloween. Either. Yeah. And I said, just, just go get some, make sure they're sealed. He goes, why? I go, I want to give them to our neighbor. And he goes, what are you crazy? <laughs> I said, no. I said, it's what I have to do. So I, I, you know, walked them down there and I made sure they were sealed. So I didn't think we we're going to poison them. <laughs> <laughs> And I gave you know, I gave it to him, and I prayed for that man every day because i'm when I'm on my treadmill and I do my prayers and I have a big window, and it's aimed right at there. I mean, I can see his coming and going. So I would pray for him all the time, you know and and that's that's how I try to apply things, and those are the those are the lessons that I put in my book. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was one lesson in there that I did pluck from from my life.
0: Very cool. By the way, I've just enjoyed our conversation so far. It's been wonderful. I'm struggling
2: and stuff. It's early, girls. Oh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's okay. These next um, few questions, we're going to share our thoughts as well. This is something we do um, normally when we wrap up. We don't always get to uh, talk to the author for our wrap-up show. So we always like to talk about our favorite characters and then if it was made into a movie, what actor or actress do we think? I do that too. So, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so we'll, we'll join, join you, but we'll let you go first and then just kind of add our thoughts to it.
3: Okay. Okay, All right. right. So who was your favorite leading male character and why, and what actor could you see playing this character
2: on screen? Okay. Um, Well, again, and I, I, this, this feels like this, this Western series feels like the stepchild. Okay. The (laughs) redheaded stepchild. Because, I my first nine, 10 books, I did this. I had actors and and actresses. In fact, I had one reader who put together a montage of the O'Connor family. uh, It's really cool. So if you do read that, um, I will send that to you. It's really uh, she had like I had. um, uh, What's his name? Uh, I can't think of his name now. He's married to Anna Jolie, uh, what's a bread pit. I had Brad Pitt for one of my characters and I had, uh, the guy that played Superman, not I had for another one. So, I mean, I did that <laughs> and it, and it was, I thought it was pretty true, but for this one, I did not. Although, did you guys see, you saw the, uh, uh, trailer for this, right? I did. did you not. see the trailer? No, no, no. Oh, well, not for this. There is no trailer for this one, but for love silver bullet, my husband mm-hmm. did a trailer. And in there, I have a picture of, my favorite leading male character in the Silver Lining Ranch series is Finn McShane. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like him because I started with him throughout the whole thing and because he's very strong and um, spiritually and, and just, he's, he's just, you know, I really love that. And uh, I like older guys. I'm older. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, he's my favorite. And there's a picture of that. I, it kind of typifies, but, you know, in that video. So mm-hmm. if you go to my website and look at under uh Love Silver Bullet and there's a video link there, you can go and see it, you know, that Why video. I but do that now. <laughs> um, who, who do you think? So Finn McShane would be mine. And I can't think of any real name actor uh that I would I would do his as. But what about you guys? Who are your favorite?
3: Um I liked Finn in there and I liked how he Got to know God and the conversations he had with Pastor Poppy and everything and how he changed through the book.
2: And I thought of a young
3: John Wayne playing him.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> would, work. that would work. I love the old movies with John Wayne and Irene. Um, in fact, that's what it's loosely based on. Yeah. Um, the first one for Love of Liberally, in my mind, I saw that. Uh is What it is McLintock? it? McClintock. Yes, and, I love that. that I, I always, when I advertised this book, I would refer to it as a cross between Bonanza and McClintock mm-hmm. because that's what I was going for. So you're, you're dead on. I oh. must have done it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I immediately thought of McClintock when, um, when I was reading it.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. that's That's what I was trying for. Yeah.
1: What about so you, too? My favorite was Finn, too. And I, I thought of, like, Clint Eastwood type character. But, you know, I, go, I always go for his son, Scott Eastwood, in, you know, that kind of scenario. So I thought that he would play that very well.
2: Yeah. Well, that I, I agree with you on that because I love <laughs> uh, the Eastwood. Whoa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so I was split. I had a hard time. I really like Jake and Finn. Okay, um, uh, I just felt like Jake was so solid he he reminded me a lot of Finn, I guess uh, yes, so for Finn, I had two possibilities. I said Matthew McConaughey, did I say that right or mm-hmm. last name?
2: Oh, he'd be good, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: or uh Carl urban I don't know nobody him. knows him he <laughs> was in Lo- he was in Lord of the Rings he was um the lead warrior for the horse
2: people. <laughs> You can still see me, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I can't see you cuz I'm going to, I'm going to look on on Google. Oh, What's it okay.
0: Carl Urban. It's K A R L.
2: Okay. Then... I'm sorry. I need to do image, don't I? K A R L Urban. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. When Ooh. I... <laughs> <laughs> <Why don't> I... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay.
0: So then for Jake, I uh I chose I I don't know how to say his last name it's like David Barrant Barnas I'm not sure he played Booth in that TV show Bones
2: Oh oh seen? I yeah. like yeah yeah
0: <laughs> I I I thought him or Josh Dummel would be good Who Josh Dummel he was um In that show, Las Vegas, he played one of the security guys. And then he was also in Transformers, wasn't he? Yes. He was an army guy. The
2: first two. Oh my gosh. I love him. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) He is. He's one of my favorites. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll
0: see. <laughs> we need to just. We need to have these turned into movies, and then we can be the
2: casting. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are so cute.
2: <laughs> so, by the way, I want to interject here. Something that's not really good, but it relates. <laughs> Did you know there's a new thing, uh, a new type of, I don't know if it's it's it, for the future. It's called fiction. Something. Uh, fiction romance or something like that where people actually want to marry the the fictional character that they fell in love with. It's 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 oh. weird. But <laughs> it's, yeah, down the road you're probably gonna see some of that stuff, you oh, know. My is goodness. My goodness. <laughs> 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 you know, because I mean wow. you know well, yeah, that's a little weird.
0: So I started writing a historical fiction novel mainly to combat the fact that I feel like there are no good men of God left. (laughs) I feel lucky I have my husband. But I think about when all of these young girls that I work with at school, and I'm like, no, they're they're out there. You just need to wait for them. (laughs) But it was just like trying to... Yes, yes, so... Maybe that's why they're wanting to marry fictional.
2: I don't know. That's yeah. It's, it's yeah. a shame. I have a lot of young women that I have. I have. I have a long prayer list, and a lot of my readers, um, I, I I I find out that they're single and they would love. I, I put them on my list, you know, and I pray for them because I'm really, I really pray for a godly mate, you know, yeah. um, because I just think you know you're right. There's it's mm-hmm. it's time. But the good news is that I do believe revival's coming. And when it does, you're going to have a whole slew of godly men that are looking for godly women. So, yes,
0: yes. I love our pastor. Cause he's always like, run your own race. And pretty soon a man of God will be running right beside you. Oh, 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 <laughs> so. oh, can you use that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Go. I'm sure he would love for it to get out further. <laughs> so.
2: Oh my gosh. I, I'm going to write that down. Hang on.
0: <laughs> okay. It's run your own race. And soon a man of God will be running beside you. Or for the men, he flips it. Soon a man, a, a woman of God will be running beside you.
2: All right. And should, I should give him credit for that. It's Jim, it's Jim Brown. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jim Brown, Pastor Jim Brown. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I, I did that. My pastor one time, um, I used his expression for my Isle of Hope series, and it, he uses it all the time. He says, people are attached to our obedience Hmm. you know i mean what we do when we obey god there's it affects people around us when we don't it affects people so every you don't do things in a vacuum everybody people are attached to our obedience you know Hmm. so i love that
0: yeah all right so now we're gonna flip it and talk about our favorite leading female character and why and what actress you could see playing this character on screen
2: okay um, my favorite leading character in the Civil Lightning Ranch series is Maggie Mulaney yeah. because she's so down to earth and sensible. I can see a shorter Jennifer Garner playing Maggie with maybe a wee bit more Spock.
1: Mm. That is a really good one.
0: Thank you. (laughs) So uh, Maggie was my favorite. She was my favorite
3: too. I liked Maggie, but I also liked Libby too.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're rare. You're rare. (laughs) Let me say right now that you're probably going to like book two of of my Irish family saga because everybody hates her. The heroine. (laughs) Because book one, she's such a. I mean, but she. The transformation is amazing by end of six books, but um, so you kind of like you're, you're cut from a different cloth. Oh. So you're, you're probably gonna like her, oh, and geez. she's my favorite character too. So we're in the same league. I mean, oh. not, Liz, not my favorite character, but she, anyway. Sorry,
0: <laughs> I I couldn't think of anyone. I like your suggestion I for Maggie. Too. I did Candace Cameron Bure. Is that Bure okay. yeah with dark
2: hair? With dark yeah. hair, yeah. I, yeah, because Maggie has got dark hair. I
0: yeah, I, I just love Maggie's so solid in God. And so I just, yeah. and she mentors so many people along the way and leads people to Christ. I just,
2: yes, I love yes. her. Well, <laughs> I want her to like, be my best friend. <laughs> you're really going to like faith, faith O'Connor in the first book. You guys have to read that.
1: Okay, we will. <laughs> we, we will. <laughs>
2: Ma- did you have someone
1: for Maggie I know you said I I didn't have for Maggie I couldn't think of anybody that yeah. I could think for Maggie I thought for Liberty I was thinking Scarlett Johansson when she said that that was her favorite that's who I thought okay so for her
3: and I thought of Kate Winslet oh yeah
1: yeah For Libby
2: yes mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah that would work that would work yeah
1: so I guess on to the next question, uh, yeah. who was your favorite supporting character and why? And again, what actor could
2: you see playing this character on screen? Um, in this book, well, of course, I love Miss, Mrs. Poppy. You know, I just thought she was a hoot um, because she she you know, she'd win this this muffin, this cake contest every year. And she had no idea why <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> I thought she was a character. Um, but I would have to say my favorite in this series uh, is sister Frederica, even though she's only in it for just little glimpses because I love her no nonsense funk. And to be honest, I love adding uh, nuns or priests to my books. Um, I guess because I was taught by nuns in both grade school and high school. And, um, and and I and the book that I was going to give away, the prequel to the family, Irish family saga, mm-hmm. has a, a, a wonderful nun in it, a wonderful priest. I, it, it's kind of like Bells of St. Mary's Mead's Gift of the Magi, you know. Yeah. And I really love, I, I can make them characters because a lot of, I don't know if any of you were ever Catholic. Mm-mm. No. Okay. They, they're characters. I mean, they they every nun I ever knew just had such... Personality and spunk, are the, it's one way or the other. So, I like adding them in, and that's why Sister Frederica. She just she has not put up with Blazes nonsense. Oh, you know, no, no. I like that. <laughs> How about you guys? Go ahead. Oh, here's me. Okay.
3: I liked Missus Poppy, and the whole Poppy seed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know, that actually is a fact. Yeah. You can't get high on that. I did a lot of research on that, um, and you can. So I, I figured, well, it works.
3: Yeah, <laughs> the night that they got married, there was a lot of poppy seeds. Yeah, yes. But they yeah. really
2: yeah. spill. They were hair. poppy seeds from Spain, and, and, and apparently the ones from Spain are more potent. Ooh. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay. Mine was the younger sister, I think Shaylee. Shaylee. Shaley. Oh, popped in there every once in a while and had that humor that yeah. I loved um
2: yeah, yeah she's so, cute
1: she is cute that's why i like she is one of my favorite ones
0: Shaylee reminds me a little bit how i was when i was younger to a point, to a point. Yes, a yes, point. yes. my mom used to get so upset, and uh, Jessica said one time she was even crying because she thought I would forever be a tomboy, <laughs> and never be a lady. Oh my I can God, see that. that's great! <laughs> <laughs> well, even now you got the pigtails.
2: You kind I know, of, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: my favorite was um, Mrs. Poppy. I just love her wisdom and her spunk. She's got spunk.
1: She's yeah, she just, does. But
0: she has such a sweet heart too. I initially thought Betty White.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And then I went. I thought I don't know. Maybe she's a little too forward for Mrs. Poppy. So then I went to Michael Learned, who played the mother in The Waltons.
2: Oh yes. Oh wow. Okay. I thought she would be perfect. Yeah.
0: I know. I'm drawing on
2: people we can't see anymore. But. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> That's what you do. You have to get it in in your mind, you know? Yeah.
3: Did you have a favorite storyline or book in this series and why?
2: Yes. Uh my favorite um book in this series, and you probably can tell just is Love Silver Lining. Um I I, because I for Love of Liberty was kind of cute, but it was it was I don't I didn't flesh it out obviously like I do a whole, whole novel so I got the chance to do that in Love Silver Lining and um I I, I one of the reasons I love it so much is I love the first chapter I, I just I just do I love <laughs> Kate's plays I and, and I the first chapters of books our first lines, just will draw me in and and that this one did and i i don't feel that way about i mean all of my books have good first lines i think cuz you know i would I'm, agree <laughs> and um but uh there's only one other book that i felt that way where it was just you know or a few others that that i just love that first chapter so much i could just read it over and over again mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know that that's and then moving into the book uh, i just like i like the two tiered you see I'm 71 and I get real tired of the young kids getting all the romance. I mean, <laughs> the, I'm like, no, I'm serious. And I understand that's I Irish family uh, saga in the beginning, because it's a two tiered love story. It's the mom and dad. And then it's, it's all the kids, you know? And um, I, I just, it's, it, it, you know, we're made to love. I mean, we have passion. I have passion and, um, you know, you don't just put that in a closet and hang it up. You know, I mean, you may be old, but you're not dead. And, and so I got real tired of that. Um, so that's why I, I in every one of my novels, I think almost everyone or everyone for sure. Maybe, <laughs> uh, I did a two-tiered love story. And it's, it, and this, the Finn and Libby, and then having, you know, Maggie and Blaze, I just like the balance. It, It also deepens the family. You really get to know them and through that. So that's, that's probably why that, that book would be my favorite of the three. Yeah. In fact, Revelle, when they, my first book, that's one of the things the the director of sales said, he said, this older love story, this, is you know baby boom love story is is going to really resonate with a lot of people and and it, it does you know and that's how i feel because i don't just want to read about the kids yeah, yeah And i, I do
0: yeah and i think it gets better the older you get i had a teacher in high school tell me that she, yes they, she'd absolutely. been i mean they'd been married for like 50 years i think at that point and she said it gets better Oh, I
2: mean, (laughs) especially after empty nest, you know, after empty nest, um, I, Keith and I felt like teenagers again. I mean, honestly, we go out and date and we just had fun and our love is so much deeper today than you ever imagine. We're going on 42 years. So congratulations. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) So anyway, yes, it does. It it does. If God's in the center, it can only grow as far as I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, did you
0: guys want to share your favorite? Did you have a favorite book in the series that you wanted to share with her?
1: Mine was the same, and I loved oh. ma- how Maggie and Blaze met at first.
3: Yeah, yeah. the whole sheet tied around. <laughs> yes. it was uh, a very yeah.
1: well, like well written. You got the picture; sure, like yeah. you couldn't get it out of your mind. Like, yeah. and, and that book did go super fast for me because I feel like once if you get into the book quickly, you know the yeah. first couple chapters, it. it you didn't want to put it down. Like, yeah. It was, oh, thank you. It was like a one sitting read for me. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah.
0: And that's coming from a, a mother of four. She yeah, got it so done like, in one
2: sitting. A <laughs> leave my children, like, guys. Leave me alone. Oh for, my like, goodness. For a <laughs> I, that's a blessing to me because I can see, you know, a single gal saying that. But you know, I'm more mature. Although you don't look like you're a mother of four. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in our 30s we're yeah, hanging they're, on they're, they're good <laughs> oh, are you, oh I I honestly did not think you were in your 30s I honestly thought maybe later 20s I mean oh. you guys it, especially with your your pigtails look really <laughs> I young I try I try No, just <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should try that I've got a ponytail but it doesn't do much
0: <laughs> oh goodness I I um probably lean more towards love silver bullet Really? But I think it's because I love Jake so much.
2: Yeah, you do. You <laughs>
0: I, I do. Jake, yeah. I what just love, first? like, he's so, like, trying to hold back that desire. And then he's so loyal and, like, I will keep my word. I think because he reminds me too, so much of my husband.
2: I think that's why oh. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so in love with his character. Yeah. So That is cool. Well, what do you think of the ending on that? Because... Um, I, I really, I was struggling to make something that was going to be strong enough, Mm -hmm. you know, for him to, I mean, it can't be just that he made a promise. It also has to be the fear of hurting her, right? you know,
0: I, I loved it all the way through. I, um, I especially love the ring coming back at the end.
1: Oh yeah! That was oh nice. yeah. yeah! Because
0: hey, don't you love the wedding scene? Yes, and I just <laughs> at the beginning, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. it was, <laughs> it's just so sweet. It's so sweet. I, yeah. I don't know. It's a friendship that bloomed into love, and I. Yes, that's really the journey that my husband and I took too. So I really connected with it.
2: Oh, that's it's really cool. <laughs>
0: What was your favorite scene to write?
2: Uh, My favorite scene to write. um, Well, I hate to be repetitive, but okay. right up at the top would be Maggie and Blaze meeting. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, second would be um, I loved the first scene of Her Love of Liberty. Um, I just I just love, you know, the, the, the spelling bee. Mm -hmm. and 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 how she I mean it was so much fun making so many names you know bad names out of his name you know I I really enjoyed that and just the spunk they're they're like you know just fire against uh you know I guess kerosene Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) you know anyway that's that would be those would be two of my favorite scenes did you guys have a favorite scene?
3: I, I like the one with Blaze and the host, the very first the very one, first, like yeah. picturing him trying to sneak out, trick Maggie <laughs> and, oh, she just forgot to give me my clothes. Yeah. trying <laughs> to race yeah. out. So, yeah, <laughs> that was your favorite. Yeah. My,
0: mine was the uh, when Jake kisses Sheridan for the first time. But then yeah. also when he kisses her in the barn. <laughs> I like both of those. <laughs> I love
2: he kisses. Oh, you're gonna love the series, the O'Connor series. Trust oh, me. I'm gonna
0: have to. I'm gonna have to start reading that one next. But I. Do, I guess what maybe it when he was trying to pretend like he was passed out. You know. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. He worked so hard to resist her. and She worked so hard to like tempt yeah. him. <laughs> I just loved it. It's cute. It's cute. We already did 11 because so you're doing a story for Dash and Grace and Gray and Shaylee. Yeah. Yes. We really cannot wait to read that. <laughs> so excited.
2: A year or two down the road, but
3: it'll come. OK. <laughs> um, do you have any new series or a novel
2: coming out soon? Um, well, uh, earlier this, I haven't written in like four or five months. And that's very unusual because I write every day normally or at least you know, during the week. And, um, but when I was, we were out of town and I just, I just hit a wall on my second World War II book. I was about halfway through. I just hit a wall and that never happens to me. I mean, it does happen, but then I pray about it with my prayer partners and boom, it it just moves right on. That didn't happen this time. And I honestly strongly felt God to put it down. Um, one of my series I have a thing called The Abraham Factor it's in my Heart of San Francisco series and it's it's a lesson where um, you learn that you have to like Abraham had to put Isaac on the altar mm-hmm. you know to get where God wanted him to go and I, I I have a whole scene wrapped around that and that's what I felt like I had to do because writing is my love and after God and I needed to put it down so I haven't And I was going to release this spring, my second World War II book, but it's not going to happen until probably the fall. And, um, but because of this devotional that he wants me to do, um, it's basically, uh, it's called like a novel, uh, a novel devotional. um, And then the subtitle is a practical guide. No, uh, no, a novel approach to practical Christianity. And, and that's uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the actual scenarios of my life, what happened, how God taught me. And then I'm going to do uh, the scene that I wrote from one of my books that correlates with that lesson. (gasps) And, and then I'll have a prayer, and then scriptures. So I'm kind of I'm I've got that started, and I've been doing that. But you know what? I don't like nonfiction. I don't read it. I don't write it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been really tough. And I feel like just re- just yesterday, as a matter of fact, I felt like God said, I mean, I I felt like He set me free to finish the World War II book. And then go back into do the devotional because to do the devotional, I'm going to have to read all my books over and make sure I get the right oh, scenes wow. you know, to put in there. So I don't have time for that now. I'm I'm judging the uh, the Carol Awards and I've got books I got to read there and and so it's just I can't do it right now. So that's where I am. So probably this fall, the Second World War two book will come out. Um, and after that, I will probably write Chaley and, and Dash's book. Maybe I, I'll see.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, well, we'll eagerly anticipate that. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> so while we're waiting, are there any authors or book series that you would recommend to your readers? Oh my gosh, yes,
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, book, well, have you ever heard of um, Shepherd's? Uh, what is it? It's it's I, gosh, my memory is, um, I can send you the link But basically what it is. Um, it's, it's a new concept by this guy named Ben Shepard. It's almost like a big library, online library. And what he does, he approaches various authors and asks them to pick a category and, and, and recommend writers that write like, like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And in my, um, my, my header was, um, so I can give you the information. Yeah. Here we go. The shepherd, it's um, shepherd discover the best books. Uh, you can, if you do just uh, shepherd.com, you will, it will take you there. My header is the best Christian romance with spiritual and romantic passion. And then I give a little blurb about myself and I, and a book I wrote, and then I go into the books I picked and why. And the first one of course is redeeming love. Uh by Francine Rivers, uh, because obviously that is a pretty, you know, uh, pretty central subject to deal with for Christian romance. You know, um, the second one would be um, well, Becky Wade, Denise Hunter, Tamara Alexander, and Pepper Basham. Those are, I don't know, have you read a lot of those? Uh, Tamara, I yeah, I read those. Mm-hmm. Tamara's book that that is the most that way. Uh, not all of her books are that way, but in the early parts, in the early ones, they kind of are. But I think she got burned on this book with reviews. And so I think she toned it down after that. And this book was to win her favor. Mm. I think there's a, a marriage scene in there that's pretty darn, you know, uh, you know, borderline, you yeah. uh, what, what the Christian books. I mean, she got some one stars on that. I mean, it's perfectly in line with God's precepts. Right. Right. There's some that just don't like that, you know, and that one, I would recommend her, but uh, Becky Wade is one of my favorites. Uh, she, she's very good. Um, and one of my favorites too, is Liz Curtis Higgs, the, um, i just loved it uh it was, it's the uh, low, high lowlands of scotland series it's mm-hmm. it's very good um, and uh Francine rivers the mark of the Lion series it, that's mm-hmm. real good those are the ones that I recommend to people and I love them i can't remember about the Rome romantic passion level because all I know is I just liked them so much that I refer them. So yeah. that's, that's kind of what my memory is. Uh, and I, I, otherwise I, I don't, you know, I think a lot of people have, have likened Pepper Basham to me it to my type of ride, but I did have one gal write me a good friend of mine. She says, Julie, oh my gosh, I just read the contemporary Julie Lessman. And I said, oh my gosh, who? And it, it was Becky Wade. Have you read Becky Wade? No. no. Oh, oh, you need to read Becky Wade. Okay. Right and, uh, I would start with her very first book, which was, you know, Carol award winner. And I think it was a Christie award winner too. Right. Um, and it's, um, I can't think of what it is. Let me see what we're talking here anyway. So that, that shepherd thing, just, I would really recommend that you can find anything, any books, you know, the authors recommend their, right. their suggestions about their, that's pretty cool. Cause that's what you asked me. Yeah. So yeah, um, let me think about this. Uh, Becky Wade, hold on. Her first one is, oh, my stubborn heart. Okay. That uh, that would that's the one I would recommend you start with her and um, and then I told you what Liz Curtis Higgs is you know that series Um, because the Liz Curtis Higgs series is really kind of cool because it's it's like Francine Rivers took the Hosea and Gomer story from the Bible and wrote Redeeming Love have you gals read Redeeming Love no not yet Mm -hmm. okay there was a movie that came out about oh now I I will be honest I like the Mark of the Lion by Francine Rivers, much better than Redeeming Love. Mm. I, I, I just do. But um, uh, the mark. Uh, um, who was it? Um, Liz Curtis Higgs. Her first book is based loosely on uh, Rebecca and Lee and Jacob. but it's set in in 1600 times you know and then redeeming love is gomer and um hosea maybe did i say that hosea and gomer Uh, it's a prophet and in the old testament god told this prophet to go marry a prostitute oh yes yeah yeah that it's that story and because he wanted to show how his people Mm -hmm. were kept going to other gods anyway um but francine rivers took that story and put it in 1800 gold rush times oh so beautiful. so that's that's uh redeeming love and they just made a movie out of, and i'll be honest i'm they it's pretty edgy and that's, and he did that because she wanted the, the christian market is trying to break out and reach the world and right. you're not going to them with the, all this uh squeaky clean stuff you're mm-hmm. just not it's not real it's yeah. not today you know, and it doesn't help the people and the, the, today to deal with these passions mm-hmm. by you know, God's way. And so um, I, I'm i glad that it was I saw the movie. It was very disturbing because uh, the subject matter is very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, ending just I was I was just sobbing. It was just I'm glad there was nobody else in the theater. Uh, we <laughs> went to an early show and there was nobody else there. And yeah. I'm just crying. because It was very powerful in the end. So, yeah my
0: I, if I had a tagline as an author mine would be in the world but not of the world
2: oh that's great because
0: you have to be in there to yes you have to get in there with them to, in order to minister and share so yes you do
2: that's an excellent tagline so I'm gonna I'm gonna seal that and you other two ladies are you writers no. no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's okay. We need readers, right, Melissa?
0: Yes, <laughs> we do. Um, my sister, Jessica, is a yep. librarian. Yes. A oh.
1: And Tiffany, oh, okay. my best friend, Tiffany.
2: were sister, okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I grew up like a sister. I was always yes. In there. Yes. I got called okay. well, one okay. of the sisters. Like when we all <laughs> Yes. <out. Okay>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my parents just claimed her that my yeah. parents, our parents had um, six girls so my oh, wow. dad said, "Taking another one's no big deal." <laughs> yes,
3: <laughs>
2: that's funny. Well, you know, I'm from a family of thirteen, which and ten girls. Wow, 10, wow. Girls, ten boys. So that's why I write. I love family saga. That's why, again, the O'Connor family saga is 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 about a big family, and yeah. I just I love that dynamic. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know what? I, you might be surprised. I had one young gal. Her family was really upset at her because she read it. She read. Uh, I think she was, she read not the series, but maybe the first book she read like 16 times, and they really thought she needed to stop, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's 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 about this woman that just, this young girl that just sticks to purity. I mean, really sticks to purity. So, um, yeah. Um, I, you might. You might buy them all. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I, I, I know I will. I, that's me. My husband's always like, there's a box on the doorstep. So what books did you buy this
2: time? <laughs> So cute. (laughs) Uh,
0: The last thing we do on a wrap up is we give our overall rating for a series, and our rating system's a little different. Don't be nervous, I promise.
3: (laughs) So we like to
0: use a three lasso system because we are into the cowboy. Okay, Uh, so one lasso means we swung and missed, and two means you swing it and you hook a horn <laughs> and then the third means you um we were hooked in hog tie.
2: oh my okay. gosh those are darling
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we just like to share our thoughts for the whole series does anyone want to go first you want me to
1: go? i will go first okay. since this this series flew for me i enjoyed it like i think i read it in the first weekend after our last podcast. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed it. So thank you for oh. writing them in the first place. Um, thank you for reading them. <laughs> because I am always like the romantic one and Melissa, in some of the other series we've read. Um, there's more mystery aspects and, Melissa, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, yeah. where's the love story? So this <laughs> this hit home for me. I loved it.
2: Oh, my gosh. I can't <laughs> understand that you're my type of guy. I just wrote my first mystery. And I, I build it as 50% uh, romance, 50% mystery, because I get sick of the Hallmark movies that they have like 10% uh, romance and, and 90% mystery. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote this. So you, if you... If you do like mysteries, this is more romance than mystery. Nope. So uh-huh. or that one too. No. Uh-huh.
1: So my reading is three lassos. So oh, I am you. hooked and hogged <laughs> eye. <laughs>
2: that is so funny. <laughs> okay.
3: I'm I'm a little torn between the two and the three. And my thing is like The passion, which I got used to because I read inspirational. And like you said, they didn't have all that passion in it. And so I was just, it kind of threw me. I was like, whoa, you know, and it (laughs) it wasn't dirty or anything, but it's just something I'm not used to.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
3: And you're right. It's not in a lot of the other books. They just kind of, wait till the very end yeah wait to the very end so i would give it like a two or two and a half just because that was a little
2: i understand yeah but i, I mean, understand.
3: Mean, we're good stories i love the stories but yeah, yeah. So.
2: and and that's that you know there's a wide i always make the comment that um you know christianity is is not one size fits all okay. i mean it's it's like Saint Paul said, it's all things. You know, you you be all things to all people for the sake of Christ. And there's too many people in the Christian market. There's too much of what you're talking about, and that's perfect. I preach to the choir. That's perfect. But you know, you got got to take those pe- ten pegs out, and 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 nobody was doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I believe me, I totally understand. But I'm writing for this this these people at the edge of the ten pegs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You
3: know, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I get it.
0: So I'm going to break a norm. Oh, <laughs>
1: like, we, we could I go more than face. three lassos. Is that what you're going to do?
0: Yeah, I, ga- I gave it four, almost five lassos. Well, wow. I didn't oh, know
1: we could gosh, do that. I would have done,
0: done that. What's four or five? <laughs> I, I am telling you, never have I read a series that I want to pick up and read right again, right when I'm done with it. Oh, gosh. I I just loved it so much. I kept telling my husband, I, I, I can't go back and read it because I got to read all these other books for the podcast. <laughs> but I said, I just want to keep going back and going back. Now, I will say, for the love of liberty, one time was enough for me. And I think yeah, it's because, yeah. uh, like you said, Libby just, mm, you know, she just
3: like really pushed,
0: <laughs> pushed my button sometimes. So. Yeah. I hear you. Um, but the other two, oh my goodness, I just, and that's well, saying that- something because uh, if you know Lori Copeland, her Men of the Saddles series, yeah, I have read repeatedly because I, I absolutely love that series. But then I read yours and I thought, well, I just found my new forever books.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, well, I honestly, I cannot wait to hear what you think of the O'Connors. I mean, I'm saying that over again. You, you are my bill for the O'Connors. I think all three would be. <laughs> Oh, so I can't nice. thank you enough for that. Oh, Gosh, you're welcome. It's yeah. a writer.
1: <laughs> I would like to retract my three and go back to a five.
2: I didn't know we could do that.
1: <laughs> you are so cute. Thank you.
0: I mean, I, we might have to adjust our adjust tier this, system. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're allowed to, but we yeah. can't. <laughs> That's funny. Well, can I ask you a question? Yes. What did you... To read this series in the first place, Did, had you ever heard of me? Had you ever read anything you hadn't read? I
3: haven't any- read anything mm-hmm. of yours. No. Uh, How? We, it
0: we do a search for books that fall in like are we target the America eighteen hundreds okay. historical inspirational is what we target. Okay. Um, but we like to have. Well, uh, since I lead it, I tend to do my, I take their suggestions too, but I like to have like, we I follow love what she does. <laughs> yeah. I love the, I have to have romance. I have to have adventure and I like mystery in there too. Mm-hmm those are my okay. things and then they they suggest to like Jessica suggested some so we're building our reading list for next year but i think we found you on what is that fantastic fiction mm-hmm. it's something oh, really? i
3: found at the library that we use a lot to look up okay. authors and okay list it has your picture and it lists all your books and your series and if you have anything coming out new and so wow. yeah we use that a lot at the library cool yeah.
2: so. oh, well, thank you jesus <laughs> I appreciate that. And I do ask you that if and when you read the first O'Connor book, I want you to let me know.
0: Okay. okay. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Okay. Not the one I send you free, but the one, the first one.
0: Okay. 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 We'll do that. Yep. I, I just want to thank you because we've really enjoyed our morning. I Probably the longest okay. author interview we've done and we've just loved it. So.
2: Well, thank you so much. Yeah. If you, And Martha, make sure you give me the link and I will put it on my website Okay, because it was fun for me too. Yeah. We want to thank Julie Lessman for joining us today
0: and our listeners for tuning in. We appreciate the support of our listeners and Julie's willingness to partner with us in a giveaway of one of her books. It is time to announce the winner of Julie Lessman's giveaway. We are excited to announce that Nova Shepherd is the winner of one of Julie's amazing books. Congratulations and we hope you enjoy it. Those of you who signed up for our newsletter, be on the lookout for a special announcement coming soon. Remember, you can support our show by purchasing books like these at LiteraryScape.com. Patrons receive a discount on all purchases in addition to being able to submit questions for our guest authors. To stay up to date, sign up for our newsletter on LiteraryScape.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, happy and blessed
2: reading.